Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Tracy Wittett. She is an intuitive guide, channeler, and energy healer in Santa Fe, New Mexico, sharing her unique gift called Transmosis Healing. We'll hear more about that. The multidimensional body balancing sessions clear non-beneficial energies on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions by clearing the energy bodies. Clients feel better, happier, lighter, and are uplifted by the 100% pure divine light clearing that compassionately elevate you into wholeness. I want one. All right, here's <laughs> Tracy. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you, Ronnie. It's so great to be here. Appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. First of all, Santa Fe. Yep. What a beautiful place. It is. It's very sacred. It's I very was there. Beautiful. Yeah, I was there in the 80s, I think. Okay, so let's talk about multidimensional body balancing. Wow. Right. Explain, <laughs> please. We feel like we're whole, like we're just, this is all there is, what we see with our naked eyes. And really Buckminster Fuller said it best. He's like, 1% is visible and 99% is invisible. So what the heck is going on in that 99%? We have many bodies. We are holograms. We are like, there are six invisible bodies. Six? And six. Oh, I only know four. So you, well, what are you thinking? I'm thinking spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional. Right. And you could add in the causal body and you could add in the etheric body. Oh. So the way I understand it and was taught is you have a physical body and right next to that think you know, you can kind of imagine a rainbow and all of those layers like that. You have a physical body, super physical, astral, which is emotional, causal, which is where all your memories are stored, mental, etheric is like the higher mind. And then your soul body or your spirit body, they look like you, but a little bit more transparent, a little bit more higher vibe frequency wise as a, as a resonance. And what I crack up about, we always depict them as an outer body, but they're really in the inner realms. So it's kind of like hard for our mind, our mental body to wrap around that. And what I've learned in multidimensional body balancing is that 80% of the time, our wounds and disconnects. And, and that could be any kind of a trauma. And you fall down and scrape your knee when you're a kid. The cells in our bodies, the organs, everything has soul. 
has spirit because we are energy, but it seems like it's solid, you know? And so sometimes we have wounds and disconnects where we get disconnected from everything because we get stuck in the past. It's almost like we think that fall with our knee is still happening, even though it's not. It's funny how that works. And it's unconscious. To explain transmosis, I used to say it's a made up word, but I had a friend correct me. She goes, no, it's a divinely appointed word. I'm like, okay, I'll buy a vowel. That's good. I'll, I'll use that one, right? And what happened for me is I learned Reiki back in the early 80s. You talked yeah. about the 80s. That's when I did Reiki one. And then wow. Reiki in the 80s, that was very early. You're a very early adopter. I did it, I think, in 1990. So you were four back then? Yeah. Thank you so much. I had a neighborhood teacher who suggested that I do that. A neighborhood teacher, meaning we'd go to her house on Sunday nights. I was like probably 18, 20, wow. somewhere in there. And she did reflexology on me. And I'm like, wow, yeah, you got the pituitary point. I feel that in my head. Uh. So I went to her house every Sunday night and we studied A Course in Miracles. Do you remember the Course in oh, Miracles? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And that's like spiritual psychotherapy in a sense because mm -hmm. it dissolves the ego. And so every Sunday night we go to her house and discuss what we had as an experience or our resistance or whatever. And one day she said, hey, I have some friends in town and his name was John Harvey Gray and he's a Reiki master. And I think you should consider taking this weekend course. So I did. And that was like the beginning. So that was like 1983. So I'm mm -hmm. older. <laughs> and um, But you look good, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, everything that we do is cumulative. And I learned that early, fortunately. The other thing I wanted to say before I express what happened with transmosis was in my mid-20s, I found this beautiful program in Virginia. I was from Northern Virginia, the East Coast. And Michelle Luson brought through this program, a nine-week program called Creative Wellness. And it's holistic stress management. And I'm telling you, it changed my life. And wow. I still use those principles today to the point where I took the course, the whole week intensive, and I can teach it. But the problem was that she was before her time. Yeah. That was before you could find, I don't know, a scented candle, colored candles, you know, all the things that we take for granted now with pocket stones, gemstones, and all yeah. of that. After I took creative wellness, it really changed my life. And I still use that today. As a matter of fact, I got my degree in college, my individualized study for those mature students that had been out of high school. I'd already had two years of school, but I went back to George Mason University and I created my own degree and I called it stress management. And I wanted to learn more about the endocrine system. Well, that's like science and that's, I'm more light and airy and free and etheric, yeah. but I took physiology and anatomy and I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh my God, I have one of these. I have this human body, but I didn't know it did all this stuff. That's my point funny. is with transmosis, I was doing Reiki and I lived in Longmont, Colorado at this time. And I had my hands on her torso and I'm just la la la, you know, doing Reiki, allowing the energy to flow through. And I heard, I guess I'm clairaudient, didn't know it, but I heard transmosis. So I wrote it down and I asked channelers. I asked everybody that could know, nobody knows. So I'm like, all right, fine. Let me look it up. It doesn't exist in the dictionary, but there's trans for like transfiguration, transmutation, transformation. And then there's osmosis. Osmosis. Yeah. Right. So transmosis, I, I finally asked myself. 
And what spirit told me, transmosis is an unconscious transfer and assimilation of higher frequencies to raise the recipient's energy to equal the source energy. It's like right over your head, right? But it kind of makes sense. No, I got it. What you're yeah. saying is you're leveling up the person you're working on to connect with that soul level energy. Thank you. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I listened to you. Did you also know that Transmosis is a national cybersecurity workforce developer? <laughs> yes. I wanted to get the URL, you know, for a website or whatever and just call it Transmosis, but it was just taken by that company. I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I wonder what they think it means, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've taken so many energy work courses and all my friends kind of kid around with me. I'm like, seriously, you don't need to take another course. I'm like, but I like it. I like learning. And the unique thing that occurs for me is that I share what I hear and what I see when I work with someone, whether it's Reiki, Theta Healing, Access Consciousness Bars, and Multidimensional Body Balancing or Spirit Mending. So what we're doing, and it's not even me, so maybe I'm, I'm not even a channeler, maybe it's more like divine flow, because... That would be channeling. Okay. Okay. Cause I, I don't identify with being psychic. Like I don't tell the future, but sometimes images and stories or um, things come through when I'm working with someone. And then I find out later that that was a prophecy of some sort. Like, unfortunately, like their dog was sick and she says, no, my dog's fine. And then come to find out she, she called me to tell me she had to, she was putting her dog down the next day. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know? Yeah. And the light does it we are light and sound we're energy and i'm not really religious i'm more spiritual but in the bible it says and in the beginning there was the word well that's the sound if we are spiritual beings if we're divine human beings which i believe we are then what we we are the local representatives of the divine <laughs> <laughs> like in the business world you know I'm the marketing sales rep for God, <laughs> creator, source, whatever. The light does it. And what happens for me, my unique experience is that we call in 100% pure divine light. I thought that when I say, hey, I'm working with St. Germain or anybody, you know, any ascended master archangel that I'm working with 100% pure divine light. But when I had my first clearing, from my teachers, Vicki and Jean in Boulder, Colorado, she called in hundred percent pure divine light. And then she paused for a really long time. And I'm like, what's going on? And she says, there's a changing of the guard. I'm like, oh, so there was some trickery there maybe with who I thought I was communing with. So that's my message. Call in hundred percent pure divine light each and every time, always, even though you kind of think it, call it in. We don't remember how powerful we are. We are so powerful as individuals, but we focus so much in the outer world that we think that's real and where the juice is and where the power is and our empowerment is on the inner realms in our inner experiences. And so I feel sometimes like a highly skilled nurse. We're calling in 100% pure divine light. Let's say we're working with you, Ronnie, and we call in Ronnie's guides of 100% pure divine light. And we ask for Ronnie's highest and greatest good to be done for herself and for all concerned. Because it's all one thing. We're all one, but it feels separate, right? And then I call in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And I ask to be a pure divine vessel of truth, wisdom, and healing love for Ronnie's highest and greatest good. 
And then I invite us both to take our egos and personalities outside that consecrated space. It's co-creation so that you and I can be as close as possible to pure divine consciousness. And then I ask, show me, show me what is in Ronnie's highest and greatest good. And I get told what to do. So I just follow directions, but I share it with my voice. So I'm like the messenger and I don't mean to desecrate anything, but I have this sense of humor where I feel like I'm on Saturday Night Live sometimes. And it's like, let's call in your guides and my guides and we'll do lunch. <laughs> I love that. That's fun. Listen, who said levity can't be divine? Right. That's joy, right? Higher yeah. vibration. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Why not? I think that's good. It, I don't think it needs to be serious. I mean, levity opens doors and changes energy and is a transformation in itself. I mean, you can release through crying, but you can also release through laughter. So I don't yes. see anything wrong with doing lunch. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. I ask you, the patient, the client, what do you want to work on? And you pulled it up, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. What do you want to work on on all those levels or anything else? And when I took this course, it was a long time. I think it, it was, it was like six weeks at a time. We had table practice. We did all this work and now I incorporate everything. So everything that we learned, I put on one piece of paper, eight and a half by 11. I love that. Okay. You know what applied kinesiology is where yes. you can ask your body the truth. And it will tell you. Yes. You tell me what you want to work on. And then I will ask the guides. I'll call you in just like we did with the consecrated space. And I will muscle test on my map, my little eight and a half by 11 inch piece of paper. I will ask, what does Ronnie need to work on? What's in her highest and greatest good? And everybody seems to need to clear their ancestral line on their mother's and father's side of the family, because we inherit things. We inherit energies, experiences, behavior, actions that aren't even ours but it feels like they're ours because it's happening within our body and our, our life, our experience. So we clear out those energies. 80% of the time, all of our wounds and disconnects, which are basically, I, I don't know, for lack of science, I call it a blob, an energy blob that gets into the matrix, our graph paper of our, how we are made up. 80% of the time, energies get stuck in the past in our nervous system, our endocrine system, and our chakra system. But then there's other times it's in other places. So it's, it's a vast landscape of our experience of how we manifest here in the world. We are these amazing beings. Like when I went back to that anatomy and physiology class, I'm like, oh my God, I did not know my body did all of this. So that was very helpful for the work that I'm doing today. And so spirit might say, Ronnie might want to work on this. And you think she wants to work on this based on what you got, but then they might take us in another direction. And call up like a hologram, like on Minority Report, that movie. Yeah. Call, yep. up, call up Ronnie's nervous system of the astral body. And then I kind of like just kind of sense what's going on. And I look at it and you might need to go into the fight or flight room. And we place you in there and the beings of light work on you. But I have a lot of phrases that work. Meaning I learned the phrases and now I'm kind of off script because I'm pulling in other things. So we call in the violet consuming flame. Please clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance Ronnie on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. Bam. Thank you. <laughs> Let me just feel that. <laughs> you said it, I'm using it. <laughs> and I, I have a clairvoyant friend who actually sees energy. Like she's clairvoyant. She sees outside and she, and she said that that's really happening. When I say it, it's happening. 
So I'm like, thank you for that biofeedback because I'm yeah. not sure. Words, words are very powerful. So yeah, be careful yeah. what you say. Yesterday, I had an interesting experience where I was doing some energy healing work on somebody and I had never seen this before because I think, you know, we're always progressing. We're often progressing in our skills too. And for the first time, I saw like a Venn diagram, like uh, there were pieces there were circles, pieces that connected, but they weren't aligned. That's what I said to her. I'm like, you need to pull it all back in. So it's in the central core. Like it's all out of, that was really cool. That's awesome. That's true. I mean, it's soul alignment. That's what we want. We right, want right. Alignment. Yeah. And that's what this work does is it kind of like, it's spiritual hygiene. I mean, every day I brush my teeth. So every morning when I contemplate, meditate, be still, connect with myself. I call in the guise of 100% pure divine light and I ask for my highest and greatest good to be done for myself and for all concerned. And then I just call in the violet consuming flame to clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. And the universe likes, you cleared all this whatever out. You don't need to know the story. You heal and seal with liquid golden light and you activate upward spirals because when we have wounds they kind of look like counterclockwise going in towards the body energetically so heal and seal with liquid golden light activating upward spirals reversing any and all shearings like when your bodies are off yeah reverse any and all contractions which is like fear and reverse any and all implosions sometimes our chakras get pushed in and then you anchor and hold with divine protection of truth wisdom and healing love done it's that simple. And I want to teach this to people so they can be empowered. And that's what I'm working on now is creating a course so people can do it for themselves so that we can heal the world, support consciousness, evolve. Yeah, ah, what a concept. I love that. So yeah. spiritual hygiene, you're talking about stuff that we come up with and stuff that we inherited. But what about external stuff that works its way in? Like you had said, you weren't calling in 100% pure light, even though that was your intention and you thought you were. So you might've had some, we'll call it debris <laughs> yeah. uh, in your system that had to be removed during that changing of the guard, as you called it. Do you talk about that too in your spiritual hygiene? Is anything that, that might've gotten sucked into you that needs to get kicked back out? First of all, you call in 100% pure divine light. You call in the violet consuming flame and you tell it to please clean it all up then you heal and seal it with liquid golden light. Then you anchor and hold it. Then you could activate the D sharp, D as in dog, it's a tone. Activate the D sharp shield two to six octaves above middle C. So it's a very high pitch, annoying tone that the dark does not like. You can make it 12 layers deep, 24 layers deep, 144 layers deep, whatever protection you need. Now, I used to work in the prison system. I worked for a contractor that did healthcare for the prisons here in the state of New Mexico. And I would anchor that in before I walked into a building for sure. And you can do your best. And sometimes things are slippery and you unconsciously may connect with, or it may glob onto you and attach to you. Right. So it's important to keep our thoughts, feelings, and emotions as high as possible, because what if, and I'm just making this up right now or creating it right now, is like, what if there's complete transparency? So we're thinking a negative thought about someone, like a prisoner, for example, and then they know that and it comes back to you. Like we create what happens, but there's also 
You know, I don't even know how it works, truly. I'm going to be really frank. What I've learned this year is I always thought I was in charge. I thought I was co-creating my life. And then I realized I just need to get out of the way and let the divine flow flow through me. And that if I follow the energy that's light, then my life feels great and things are happening wonderfully. But when I try and interfere with the divine flow, then it doesn't work as well. So I suggest that some people call in like a white light, like a, an egg all around you. You call in protection, but then there's something weird about that. If you're calling in protection, then you're kind of like drawing it what you need to be protected from to you. So there's that. So I just call in the D sharp shield, two to six octaves above middle C, polished on the inside and the outside. So it's like a membrane, an energetic force field, if you will, and only love can pass through that membrane. So it's polished on the inside. So you can see yourself when you're thinking a non-loving thought that it comes back to you. So you want to change that. So you're in charge in that way. And then any energies that are coming towards you from the outer world sees what it does. And we can program it to return it to sender immediately. Like it sees itself and that consciousness is returned. It can't come through if it's not well, loving. That's what I learned about a shield. I guess a magical shield. Part of it is with the violet flame. And then another part of it is, is a mirror uh -huh. to send back what came to you that you didn't want or ask for or isn't for your highest good or whatever. And you just yep. reflect that back to whoever sent it. So that's a very similar explanation mm -hmm. about what you were talking about. So that's very interesting. And I have definitely found that when you cross all the different kinds of disciplines, there's so many similarities in the methods yeah. and how you talk about it. If you really listen, you're going to hear the way you think about something reflected in the way somebody else thinks about something, but it's just coming from a different place. It's always so interesting to me that happens. So I understand what you're talking about and I've learned it from a different perspective. I think that's good because then you're recognizing truth when you hear it again, another way, another way, another way, another way, then you're recognizing the truth of something. And I think if we pull in all of our essence, all of our energy, and if we are whole and connected and we're embodied, we're grounded in our body and we send our light down to the center of the earth and we really are connected to our, our mother, Gaia, and then we can send our, all of our energy up and connect into that ocean of love, then we are like heaven on earth. We're walking around as that local representative filled with light. And it's not like we get off this planet without cause and effect with things that we decided we needed to learn for our soul's highest and greatest good as we're in this lifetime. But we can sure do our best to make it the best life we can. And connecting to energies that we think might, even if we don't know for sure, we can actually command our 100% pure divine light team to assist us to do what we want, to do what we desire, to be as pure as possible as a human and be kind and all of those things, you know, hydrate with healthy water, really high frequency alkaline water or whatever you want and eat organic food and exercise and do all of those things. Because like we said in the beginning, it's all cumulative and offering our gifts to the world we can serve ourselves and we can serve the all. And what if we could be the greatest gift to everybody, to ourselves, and to all? Our intuition is our power. And how do we connect to our intuition? That's what I do every morning. I connect to myself, my higher self, your divinity, 
and you can be more whole. You can be here physically, 3D, and you can also be aware of all the other energies that are around. Protect yourself, you can send out love, all of those things. But I think it's important that we, I suggest that we do spiritual hygiene too, that we clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance. If something comes out of your mouth that you didn't like, or even if you thought something, it's like thought karma. (laughs) I learned about that from Dr. Master Shaw. My thoughts are creating karma? Hmm, I didn't know that. Okay, let me clean that up too. (laughs) Yeah, well, I know there's always a lot to clean up. It's like cleaning my house. The minute I'm done dusting, it's dusty again, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's just a constant process. So I just want to go back to something you said, how you thought you were a co-creator of your life but you realized you just had to get out of the way. With that thought, that reminds me of a synchronicity and how when you're in the flow, which, you know, we get bumped out naturally for a variety of reasons, emotions, or something happens. That's the whole point to me about being in the flow is allowing the energy to flow through you and allowing yourself then to be open to the messages and the clues and the signals and the signs that can guide you along the way if you're aware enough to notice them. Yes. And that takes some quieting down within and being still. And and it's like everything is relationship. Like right now, you and I are in this conversation. We're in relationship talking. I'm talking about being in relationship with yourself first, self-love and your own divinity. Yeah, we're human and we have all of those things, but we also have these divine qualities. So being in relationship and connecting to that creates flow. And you're in your heart, you know, let your heart be your GPS and guide you around. Follow what's light and true for you. Oftentimes I would say yes when I meant no and it didn't go well. You know what I mean? It would just Mm -hmm. not. So you have to trust yourself. And how do you trust yourself? Well, you connect in the morning. And you trust it for me, it's a trust walk, being a soul embodied in this life, in this body, walking this planet. It's a trust walk for me. I'm still working on that. Oh, Um, we're all working on that. There's no question about it. One thing I like to ask healers is a lot of times when you work on enough people, you start to see patterns or whatever, and the patterns change. They change with the season. They change with the news sometimes. So I'm just curious what you've been noticing lately. Yeah, this week, first of all, what I I do a lot of different modalities, right? And I I use healing touch. So I have a pendulum and I check the chakra system to see if it's open or not before I start because you want that energy to flow. And what's been happening this week is that the lower chakras are open and then from the heart up, they're blocked or closed. And it's like, okay, so you're physically here, but let's uh, bring all of you here. So using healing touch, you send energy with your right hand and you receive with your left. So my right hand would be in the field above the root chakra and my left hand would be over the sacral chakra. And I do that until I feel the energy in my left hand. And then we move all the way up. So it's like biofeedback. I'll check with the pendulum first connect all the chakras, then I'll recheck with the pendulum and then they're all open. And just doing that makes people feel a lot better because their energy is flowing. Do you have any idea though of what's creating the closure of the upper level chakras? Like, did you catch on to anything? I mean, maybe not, but I'm just curious. Well, I think that in our world today, there is a lot of fear energy running around. What would cause that disconnect between the physical body and the higher self? Yeah, I don't know. But I will say what was interesting last month was with my map, 
everybody tested for hysteria. And I thought, that's really odd. And I just interpreted that to be the massive stress that's on our nervous system, whether it's EMF, the news. There's a lot in the news. There's a lot of political stuff. There's new rulings about guns and abortion. There's a war oh, yeah. in Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, there's a, quite a few stressors happening right now for people. So yeah, yeah, last month, that makes total sense. So I know you have a free gift for the listeners. Tell us what that's about, Tracy. Sure. Around 2015, two other women and I wrote a book called The Magi Within, and it's, it's, a hard, it's a paper bag. It's called Unlocking the Gifts to the Inner Self. So when I was speaking about intuition, you, you pick a letter, A through Z. Like for you, Ronnie, right now, what letter would you pick? E? Energy. Woohoo! <laughs> so we wrote a chapter to assist people on energy. So for the rest of the day, just be with energy. And there's four questions that we ask, and then you can write down at the end of the day what you experience. So and it's all designed to help people become empowered to connect to their inner self, the inner wow. magic. So on the website, my name, tracywittit.com, click on book and you can get a free PDF of the book. We also did artwork that activates you as well. So you can oh. look at painting of energy. And we did our own process. We centered within ourselves and then we just connected and asked show us what we should paint for energy. That sounds fun. It is really fun. I mean, it's got to be a little bit lighter and it's just something that you can be with all day. So yeah, it's uh, T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-H-I-T-T-E-T.com forward slash book. You can buy the book if you'd rather have a paper copy and that's on Amazon. So thank you so much for sharing your healing wisdom today and explaining transmosis and how you work. That was really wonderful. So I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertoolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.